Wait, to wait. Ma- no? No, go. <laughs> Our Match Week 7 review show. Um, lots of stuff going on this weekend in the Premier League um, that we're going to cover majority of it in like a brief synopsis. Um, we also have updates on our Premier League Fantasy League that we do with the Away Fans podcast, as well as our Champions League bets for this week. Um, so we'll start right in, I guess, with the Fantasy League. Let's say hi, Nick, too. Yeah. Hi, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was um, trying to figure something out. So we'll get right into the Fantasy League. Um, we had a big change in uh, positions this week with Nick actually overtaking Young Chromosome um, for the lead. Any words? Um, I didn't look at my team for the last two weeks. Uh, it's kind of a natural, natural thing. I'm not happy. I mean, I'm happy about it. You know, I'm not proud. I didn't look, but I am proud. <laughs> the, the key is Ali Watkins, pretty obviously. Yeah. Anytime someone gets three goals and it's not Holland, it, big shift. Whoever everyone's like second striker is. I always had faith in them too. I always had faith in them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nick Nick is now in first. Then we got Young Chromosome followed by me, Fighting Owls. Then we have Ethan, FPK, Ben, Chandler, uh, EA AIDS, Netflix and Chillwell, and White Boys is now in 10th. Um, EA AIDS made a big push up with 95 points this week, which is actually like pretty impressive. Um, he captained Ollie Watkins. What so. what's the do you know the most points we've gotten in a week from someone in the group? Uh, overall, like in, um, yeah, I don't really know. I wish I could just see it because, so, yeah, it would take some time. I'm curious, through. I'm curious to see what the, like, we should, the uh, yeah. I mean, this is our first year, um, like hosting a league, but yeah. it'd be interesting next year, like to give an award for the most points in a single game week, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the season, yeah, we can keep some, some stats. It might be him with 95. Because I'm looking through quick. I was going to say, I don't know. Team is 90. And I, I think, think you got 90 one week. Yeah, the triple captain week with Holland. Yep. I don't think anyone's broken 100 because I feel like that would be no a pretty big surprise. Yeah, it's him with 95. So good for wow. good for you, wow. uh, EA AIDS. Congrats. Congrats. Um, and we'll show the, uh, the full chart on Twitter too um, right after this episode. Um, yeah, definitely some movement on there. Um, shook up the table a little bit. Um, I didn't think anyone was going to catch in chromosome once he started so quickly. So, yeah, well, what can I say? Shit happens. Shit does happen. Um, yeah, our first, first match of the week was Aston Villa versus Brighton, um, where Aston Villa completely blew him away. And I lost my first bet because Minima didn't score or assist. I thought that game was going to go very We got to go through the bets, don't we? We do, but I don't. Do you want to go through the bets first? Or do you want to go through the games? Uh, we should probably just get the bets out of the way. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I never want to see it again. So, <laughs> all um, right, fair enough. I want to pop them on screen just so. Beautiful. I don't have to say mine. United's yeah. Palace over two point five. Shit. Liverpool, Liverpool versus Tottenham. Liverpool money line. Shit. Nine versus Brentford, Brentford money line shit. Then you nice. were, yeah. Um, I that. took I took Tottenham money line against Liverpool, so I won that. Yeah. Um, I took Chelsea money line over Fulham. Yeah. 
and then I put medium to score, so I lost that one. So I went two for three. Wait. And the lead gets bigger. Score or assist? And you score lost or that. assist, and he, right. he didn't get either of them. So. All right. Well, um, you got a full two-week lead on me. I do. I'm oh, feeling good about it, honestly. You should. You should be um, happy. I, I am a little bit happy. Um, so, yeah, what, what what's the score at now? It's nine to three. Okay. Yeah, you got you have plenty of time. Definitely. I mean I just gotta play smart now. Yeah, now Art you gotta plus. you gotta ride ride that that baby out. From you gotta make out. sure I get at least one every week. I can't I can't get skunk. That's mm -hmm. basically it. Um No, you'll be fine. Yeah, so onto onto the fixtures. Um Aston Villa six, Brighton one. Um I was surprised by this game. I don't know if you were too, but I thought Brighton would better yeah no um i actually thought from what i've understand the season i thought villa was weaker than they they mm -hmm. were at the end of last season um clearly not because that was fucking crazy but <laughs> and watkins could have had more too he, he yeah. could have had a couple more yeah that would have really helped my fantasy but whatever <laughs> um yeah, then we had united crystal palace Loss for, fucking uh, suck dude you suck after like the <laughs> midweek too i'm like oh we got backups being them 3-0 we're gonna be fine no nah. like yeah rashford's yeah, it... frustrating to watch hoyland's He's... all right i'm not worried about hoyland. yeah but rashford's always been like a um I don't know what the right word is like you know how they say players have like a purple patch where yeah. they like are just such a good like Rashford's very patchy it's like layout like it's like six we're games about he'll be unstoppable yeah and when he's not he's trying to make things and he, he like he beats like three guys so close together and it's just the yeah. last guy will get him yeah and I, I like I honestly I'm okay with him trying shit like that because he will do yeah. it yeah and it's it's not it's different than like he beats one guy or he doesn't beat the yeah. first guy and you're like why the fuck did you even try it? like he dribbles yeah. in the box gets beat it's just like some you know what he needs to do is and he did it second half but that first half he went through like three or four times directly at him and i like being direct yeah. but what you got to do is you got to go direct at them and then the first time they stand off it's a cross you yeah. know what i mean you have to mix yeah. it up and what, off, yeah. and what I liked Garnacho coming in the second half, what I liked what he was doing is he would he I mean he's a right footer, but he would take it to the line yeah. and then the second one he would go cut inside. You know what I mean? You have to like you yeah, can't do yeah, the yeah. same shit every time. You gotta mix it up. Yep. No, I gotcha. It, it definitely makes sense. I mean it, it's tough. I I kinda I know it's hard to relate, but I feel your frustration with the team like with the seasons prior to when we started becoming good again, um, like even the season we we finished fifth, um, you have so much like hope for the beginning of the season. You're like, oh, you know, rebuild, you know, new players, yeah. new everything, and then you're like, you like we start off three losses in a row. But it's when a team like City is, you know, in the league, you're like, one loss can be the end of the season because you yeah. don't you. A lot of times you can't guarantee they're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, it's like um, we have so many people injured. Yeah. Whatever, it's gonna happen. I mean, yeah. like we will be all right. We're yeah. not 
completely going to fall apart. It's not like we're putting our best 11s out, 11 out there and then shitting the bed. Like, we will be all right. It's just, it's hard to deal yeah. with right now. It's so, hard to watch. I, I got to ask because I'm curious. Like, cause I've, I, I feel like basically, like, and I obviously we're Man U Arsenal fans, so we kind of oh assimilate everything to our teams. I feel like you guys are like a year or two like behind where like we were with Arteta. So like we're getting all the benefits of it now, and like you're kind of working through the you know the yeah. and waiting for Ten Hag to get his team, you know, like that kind of thing. That second or third year where you guys looked like dreadful, dreadful. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's happening right now. Yeah, I do feel like we might be on a on a faster course than you guys were purely because our we had some sort of a squad i feel like you guys right. had a completely yeah, yeah, start over pretty much from the ground up yeah and um but that being said but, who knows man and i guess i guess my question is because this was the conversation around arsenal was the whole time is like do you stick with arteta do you not yeah and i know you've said in the past like yes I, i'm behind eric ten Hag. at what point are you like i don't know man like we gotta start like you know thinking about like is it you finish outside the top six or like what what's the line for you as um, a manu- if the, you if you have one what let's say you know Lissandra just had surgery so let's say everyone comes back in the winter yeah yeah if that second half of the season nothing changes yeah. and we're still not performing i think it's safe to to question it um yeah it's you know I you you just can't blame him when all the tools aren't available, and that's yeah. not even the players we have. That's when you're not getting any sort of I know people people criticize United for f- saying you don't get financial backing because when we do, but it's yeah. not the right type. Um, we could we could be spending more if yeah. owners didn't pocket money, which is crazy because we probably yeah. spend the most, but we could be yeah. spending even more. Yeah. Um, so even if everyone's there, you still, the blame can still be put on the owners. Yep. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, I've seen it with Arteta, Ten, Ten Hag, you just got it. At this point, it's been too many managers, too many problems with the owners. Right. Let's just stay here. I, I think he's the guy. It's just, yeah. the owner's got to go. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how I felt with Arteta the whole time. I was like, I was so behind him. I'm like, you know, just push through, push through, push through. But unfortunately, like, we've seen fan bases aren't always like that. And unfortunately, the ones that are always the most negative are usually the most vocal that can be seen yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Which is where you start to see, you know, will there be, you know, uh, not riots, but, you know, people standing up in the crowds with the flags. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, and it's only a matter of time if, if things don't improve. You know, going back to what I just said on the owners, every game's a glazer out. There's a glazer out chant. There's yeah. like, the focus has so much been on the owners that Ten Hong just won't get any of any of the hate. It's just it goes straight to the owners. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Arsenal, you guys were kind of, you were almost on that path at one point. Yeah. And then because you guys oh, turned there were, around. There were out things. That, yeah. The thing that changed it, I think, was um. Well, one, they stuck with our set and we started to win games. But two, I mean, we had 
pretty significant financial backing. Yeah, you guys right, like as soon as they took full ownership, we saw you know. Yeah, and I think they took ownership this season before Aubameyang signed. So like Aubameyang, Nicolas Pepe, like those are big investments. Even though you know they didn't work out absolutely perfect, the intention was there. You could see like you know they were trying. Yeah, I um, you know I think the Amazon doc actually probably helped you guys because I think oh, it's Kroenke's son. Is it his son? Yeah, that's Josh. like, yeah. yeah. After like, I saw hate on him before that doc, and then yeah. after the doc, I was like, I mean, he, maybe he's not the best, but he clearly fucking like cares. Yeah. It's not just he's not just doing it to be you know his son's help or his father's help. He's like he so, really cares. So the thing is, I see with Josh is like I think Stan gave it to him as like almost like a science project because they're, they're like rich, like yeah, rich, yeah, rich way more than we could ever imagine, but like. I think Josh has taken that and almost actually kind of felt like, I don't know, it's really dependent on him. So, like, it might not matter to him financially, but he's like, I just want to see it succeed. Yeah, which like, is I'll good. I'll take whatever I can t- I could take yes. whatever I can get. I'm yeah. not going to be picky about it. You'd rather have that than, like, a Daniel Le- uh, Levy, like, yeah. being like, mm, it's a financial thing. Yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he wants Spurs to succeed, but, like, you yeah. know, he's not willing to just drop a bag or, you know, yeah. sell a player when he's a sell player. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I was I was just curious on your thoughts, and we'll I'm sure we'll revisit that um, into the uh, into the end of the season, towards the end of the season, and see how everything panned out. Um, we also had Newcastle Burnley. Newcastle went about business two zero win. Burnley's gonna get a win over a big team eventually. Eventually, yeah, it's gonna happen. I, I can see it happening. But... Well, they the soccer they play isn't bad. That's and the thing, it's like, crazy they're the youngest team doing that too. Yeah, like imposing themselves as such a young team. It's, yeah. it's wild. It'll be um, it'll be interesting towards the end of the season. I think when they're like, because right now it's looking like they're going to be one of the teams battling to stay up. It'll be an interesting end there. Um, yeah, I know. That's why I hope they stay up and so they can develop. Like it, it would suck for them to have to go down. The good thing well, you about did. yeah, you had a reset and you go back down. The, yeah, and the, but the good thing about them going down young is you don't lose guys who should be, As, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most of those guys will, would probably stay unless they came from, On you know, huge contracts or, or something. Yeah. Um, then we have one of the big talking points of the weekend, Wolves versus City. Um, my whole time, so I was watching the, is it the same time? Yeah, same time as Arsenal. I was watching the Arsenal game, but I had the updates for City Wolves going on. And the whole time I'm just like, Blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Like, I want this game to be done as soon as possible. Um, Because, I mean, Wolves had two different leads in this game. As soon as City tied, I was like, oh, City's going to come back. Yeah. And I was uh, watching United, you know, like, oh, I'm going to lose this bet. But then the Wolves, I checked my phone when Wolves scored. I was like, fuck. Like, it's like the one thing I thought I could count on. And of course, City, (laughs) and I was like, no, City will come back. And then they drew it. It was the same thought. It's like, all right, they're fine. And then they saw two ones. Like fuck, man. Yeah. Like, ha- um, <laughs> it's so stupid, man. I... Well, the thing is, like, I think, like, comparatively, the last year, and I could be wrong. I don't think City lost nearly, like, I mean, they didn't lose nearly this early last year. Like, this is an early on point to drop, drop point, like in the season. Yeah, it's game seven. I mean, we're almost like a third or more than no. I don't know. I feel like they, usually they hold on to the, like, like I'm thinking back to like um, 
Invincible's day is like what Arsenal fans would say, like that yeah. when the other teams all lose a game because um, they can't possibly be Invincibles. I feel like they came late in the season last year. I could be wrong. Yeah, I might have. Uh, um, I think you're right. But like, this is a huge, huge, not just for Wolves, but like for the rest of the Premier League to see like, I think Arsenal were one point off now. Like, yeah. and a couple of weeks ago when we, you know, we drew, um, it was a Fulham and then Tottenham. We're kind of like, ah, oh, title race could be over. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like straight back on again. No, it is. And what, what do we, you and Tottenham are tied for points. Yep. Um, yeah, every, you guys are both the one point back. Liverpool's yeah, like Liverpool's only two. Yeah. And they could have easily won that game and, and gone first, oh, too. Oh, we'll get there in a second. I'm yeah. fired up about that still. As our resident Tottenham hater, I'm pretty livid about that game. <laughs> Even though I won my bet, I'm livid about the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, next we had, oh, and we talked about it before, but the... Uh, kept forgetting Kwang Hee Chan's name and then the Wolves admin tweeting out that the the Korean guy scored. I liked that. I liked the little, you know. You know, and I'm sure Pep probably appreciated that too. Like, I'm sure he kind of liked that. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, like, I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was like, what a good way to handle that situation. Like, from, from Wolves' side, instead of being like, and I, I don't want to say, because it's like, it can come off as insensitive, but like, instead of the ad, the admin could have easily been like, uh, "We want to put out a statement due to recent events where Pep Guardiola, you know, that would be so mar- stupid, marginalized yeah. our play." But they could have in this day and age, you could have. They could have. No yeah. one would have been like, "That's insane!" Like people would have been pissed. Like there's a there's a group of people that would have gotten behind that and been like, "Yeah, right, yeah." You know what I, I mean? I think they would have been more inclined to do it if he said that asian guy instead of that korean guy yeah you yeah. know what i mean or if he got um, the wrong country and he said that chinese guy or something yeah that would have been like all right yeah. yeah i just think the way that it was handled was like you know i think wolves took it as you know the guy made a mistake whatever yeah but we're still gonna make you know poke fun at it kind of thing and it's it's pep like i feel like anything pep says you can kind of tell he's got some kind of sarcastic like asshole yeah, thing yeah. up his sleeve you know what i mean yeah so I, I think that had to do with it as well um so i just i just thought the situation was handled well and uh i don't know i thought it was funny i thought everything good came of it you see no talk about it in the media which is the yeah. best case scenario so i think this is all all good yeah, um sure bournemouth arsenal arsenal 4-0 um kai havertz getting his first goal after everyone gave him the penalty um Heartwarming moment for me. Uh, I, I know it was so well, and uh, everyone's I... slapping him on the neck and high fives and happiness. It was beautiful. I saw your tweet about Odegaard being a great captain. I was like, dude, he is a captain. Dude, stop freaking jerking uh, yourself he's off, guy. dude. He's a guy, man. Oh, dude, what a dude. self. No, no, he's so good. <laughs> yeah. I what... agree, but we, like we the... talk, we talk about it all the time, and we're like, oh, we gotta get Nick out of the Twitter. <laughs> Because sometimes what? I just can't hold it back. <laughs> well, you can't hold it back? Right, I can't hold back. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know, and I, and I wasn't, I was, I would agree with you with all those points until you tweeted that. And then I was like, fuck you, shut up, dude. <laughs> like, that was the point that just turned me where it's like, I get turned really easily. If I get aggravated, yeah. I'm like, I go the exact yeah. opposite. So it's like, yeah, I would have been completely fine with it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, fuck Odegaard. 
Fuck no, that, dude. dude. <laughs> it was so nice of him to, to give the penalty. Because, like, I didn't even think about it, honestly. I was like, oh, our guy's going to score, too. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was... It was well taken penalty, too. I'm hoping that that kind of flips Havertz on. He had a good game overall, too. He didn't play bad, so... I was going to say, I don't... I just don't know how much... I mean, I know everyone says, oh, scoring a goal, but it's like... It's a pen. How much is that really going to help you out? I think... I agree with you. Um... But I think, I think the negatives from it, like looking back on it, the negative if he missed that penalty would have been absolutely catastrophic. <laughs> like compared to him, like the the positive of him making it are as good yeah. as like how bad the negatives would have been. No, that's a penalty you give when you are three zero up. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not doing that two two or something like that. But even if we won four zero and he missed the penalty, he would have been absolutely murdered in the press. Yeah. Yeah, but I, f- you guys would have protected him. I, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I would have come out and said something. Um, and then like I don't, you probably didn't watch the stream, but like the away fans for Arsenal, the Bournemouth fans were silent the entire game, but the away fans from Arsenal sang the, uh, the new Kai Havertz chant that they made. Yeah. For like forty-five minutes, dude, you couldn't stop hearing. Is it the Kai Havertz scores again thing? Yeah. Yeah. First off, Tony Martial had it first. Second off, second off, you gotta wait for him to score two goals before you start doing that, man. Again, you can't do that the again. first goal. <laughs> yeah, they could have flipped it to like da 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 da. Kai Havertz scores a pen, you know. He could have done that for the first one. Yeah, it, but, and I'm um, not gonna lie, that one for Martial is my favorite, like yeah. one of my favorite chants. So yeah, I understand you guys yeah. liking that one. It's a great one. It's a great chant, but. Yeah. Um, but I I liked it. I liked uh he's opened his account and I'm hoping it's good for him. Um then we had West Ham Sheffield, West Ham two oh win, West Ham look good again. West Ham look good again. Everton Luton. Luton get their first win in the Premier League. Wild. Um Yeah, we, we kinda said it. We said this week Luton had their uh I was so close. Like I think I said it last time. I was so close to taking them, and I was like, "Yeah." We, we should have. We both agreed that this was yeah. Gonna be a week of I know. Time. I backed out. I thought Everton was better than they were. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, Tottenham Liverpool, a lot going on here. Um, Tottenham once again. Okay. I need you to back me up if you think I'm right, because I'm always going to be seen as. Uh, a Tottenham hater because I'm an Arsenal fan. But to me, Tottenham are massively outperforming how good they've been playing. Like, their, their points tally is better than what they deserve, I feel like. Yeah. Because this is a game that I think Liverpool should have at least gotten a draw from. Um, and I think Liverpool were robbed pretty much on this game. I would, I would completely agree with you, but not in the sense that... Um... Tottenham are a bad team. I think it's actually scary what they could be in one more summer transfer window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, that's what I think they are overperforming for the players they have, not the main yeah, yeah. they have. But yeah. um, I, I think they will be. I mean, they are a tough team to beat, but I think they'll yeah. be even tougher. 
Um, I mean, the, the offside, the goal that was ruled offside that was onside, um, and I, I tweeted out, I thought it was one of the worst refereeing decisions I've seen. It's so crazy. It is it, literally so crazy. Like, watching that game, like, I mean, you hear the announcers during it. it they show it on the TV. Like, they show it on my TV, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, he's on. And it took me a millisecond to be like, oh, he's onside. Yeah. And how they it gets up to the booth and they look at it like, I don't know, like, like the um, Premier League mornings guys were saying after he's like, they must not have been watching the game, like that's the only thing he can think of is that like, I don't know. It my it's, first thought was like, oh, it goes to show that you know, refs they're human too, and then I was like, fuck that, like. You have to be yeah. actually, like, terrible, terrible, terrible at what you do. Like, you have to be yeah. stupid to make that call. Like, that's actually, that's not just being a human. That's, like, you just weren't doing your job remotely yeah. close. Remotely yep. close. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's not a mistake. It's, like, something's seriously wrong there if that well, call. And you, can, and you can hear the announcers. So, like, they're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing on my TV at home. And the announcers are like, Oh, he's on. And then the call on the field stands and they call him offside. And the announcer is like trying to think of a way to like cover it. They're getting paid by like yeah, this yeah, crew. Yeah. They can't be like, wow, that's shit. Like, yeah, they have to. So do... the announcer, yeah, they're trying to find a way to explain it. So the announcer's like, the only way I can see that's offside is if the, uh, the groundskeeper was out drinking last night and had a late night or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he mowed the lines crooked. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then Rebecca Lowe was going nuts about it um good like That's she was like livid i know and but like usually you don't hear that usually they're like oh we'll see what the pgmol says blah, blah, blah. you know like what kind of you know we'll see what happens it could have happened to anyone that kind of thing usually they take that stance of protecting them but i mean they were clearly they were going like is this the end of var if you can't do this why should you even have if, it if you can't make the, like close calls yeah. but if you can't make that call yep something's wrong did you, uh not to switch the uh because there's more to that game but uh, there's one thing i forgot to mention in the united game did you see the handball yeah what do you think no it should be a pen yeah right it should be a pen and <laughs> i wasn't even that furious about it and then i saw i think some pgmo mol fuck uh like a guy or a former ref or something <laughs> said um well his hands were by his side then i watched mm -hmm. replay again and his like his hands were not by his his hands were out here and the you know the one thing is if rashford wasn't going to get on the end of that um and it was going to mean nothing yeah i'm honestly like he wasn't looking maybe i can mentally gymnastic yep. my way around it but the I fact that he going on. but the fact that he was about to receive that ball either could have taken a shot or could have played it off and it probably would have been a goal. It's like, yeah. how can you do that? How mm -hmm. can you do that? How is that not a pen? Well, this, this is what I was saying about um, the penalty Arsenal got versus Tottenham uh, previous week was I think that like the, the penalty was given, but I think if that play happens at the edge of the box, I think there's a 50-50 shot doesn't get given. Yeah, I think yeah, because yeah. the ball was going in the net, they were like, oh, we have to. You have to, yeah. Be, you know. Or else you're but I think you out. put that elsewhere in the box where it should still be a pen. 
yeah. think there's a real conversation that they don't give it because of yeah. how the rules are right now. Um, I, I think which is ridiculous. They they fucked up on a couple handballs three years ago, two years ago, and yeah. they're just paying like <laughs> I don't know some sort of price to themselves. Yeah, like to not because I think they're like they're scared. They're yeah. scared of making the right decision. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's so stupid. I, I, I don't even understand. I, like, I just don't, I just don't get, like, understand it. Like one that I don't get, like the proximity rule. Like how they're like, oh, he's you know too close. Obviously, you can't get your hand out of the way in time, yeah. which makes sense to me. Like if if me and you are side by side, you flick the ball in my hand. There's nothing I can. Do that, yeah. Right. But what? And if there is, maybe I'm wrong. I've never once heard anyone be like, oh, proximity is five feet. You yeah. know, like proximity yeah, is five yeah. yards, and just say like, okay, if they're outside five yards, proximity rule goes out the out the way. Because why wouldn't you want that? We have the ability to draw lines that are like exact to like a millimeter. You're telling me if there's a handball in the box, we're gonna review it anyways. You can't draw a line between you can't spend player to player and just yeah. be like, oh, he's more than five yards. You know, you know it's a handball. And going off that rule, um, I totally. Proximity, yeah, if you know, especially, Quantify I, it, I see, it, I see it the most when someone's running down the the side and goes across yeah. the ball, and the guy's running, yeah. if that's too close, and the guy is running, and his hands are like this, and it hits him, totally understand. I, the one that I call kind of bullshit on is you have a defender, um, defender yeah. and attacker squared up, yeah. and then he flicks it up, and if his arms is out, if his arm is out yeah. here when they're squared up, yeah. Honestly, I don't really care if it, how close it is. You can't yeah. have your arms if you're squared up like that. You got yeah. You got to have them by your side. Yeah. Well, but any I other like situation, I, I, I like it. to when um, like they'll be defending and they have their arms like closed behind their back, but then their elbows like here. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, his arms are behind his back, but bro's elbow is like. <laughs> Will Williams oh, saved a goal last year in the FA yeah. Cup against United. He got a red card for it. Yeah. fairly but like he did that and then tried to play it off like he's yeah, behind his yeah. back it's like yeah, yeah sure um yeah i i just think i mean liverpool i think were robbed of points here the, the goal they scored too the goal that Luis Diaz scored was beautiful i mean the fact that he finished that from that angle was pretty impressive if and i'm then, uh, louis diaz i'm louis diaz i'm giving refs just the most oh shit yes yeah. You know, they talk about getting crowded by players and yep. taking verbal abuse by players. Well, you're not helping yourselves when you fuck <laughs> up every call. Like, that's oh. why people are... I understand yep. if you call a clean game yep. and, you know, you get some 50-50s wrong. Yep. But if you make it, like, people are gonna fucking... Yeah, they're gonna be you. angry. They're like, be yeah, I mean... And especially, like, there's no... Like, Liverpool are not getting those points back. Like, this, if this is what it comes down to and Liverpool, like, lose the league or miss out on top four by two points, like, this is what it comes down to. And the problem is that, like, a player makes a mistake. You know, he he kicks out of someone, whatever. Find match ban, right? Or at least one match ban. The ref makes a mistake. They issue an apology from the headquarters of refereeing. Not even the ref. The ref doesn't come out and say... My bad, guys. Like yeah. it, it's none of that. It's the headquarters come out and say that they're sorry, and the ref gets to referee the next match. Yeah, <laughs> like nothing happens. There's no fine. There's nothing that like Liverpool don't get compensa- compensation for anything. It's you know, sorry, we missed one. 
Well, Our you bad. know, if Liverpool were to miss out on Champions League by three points, yeah, you have an argument that that ref cost yeah. them a hundred million dollars. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's yeah. an actual argument to that, and yeah. I would fucking. I mean, I don't know if they lawyer up and sue if that's the I, if that's I, situation. Yeah, I, the the problem is it's becoming so normalized for refereeing mistakes that it's like it's every week. I mean we've we've had three or four apologies just this year. So yeah, far. and I you know do you go back to you know VAR where that might have been called offsides, but you can't yeah. question it. I mean, what do you? I I me personally, I think the answer is to go to the automated um, offside that they use yeah. in the World Cup and the Champions League. Um, I think there's been maybe one mistake with that, but the entire World Cup was played and offside decisions were like that, yeah. like instantaneous. And I know it costs money to put in, but like, I don't know. The Premier has got money. Yeah, <laughs> don't fucking give me the, you know, well, I know you're not, but I'm saying they can't like give the money. Yeah. Like, yeah. you guys make ridiculous amounts of money. Just fucking yeah. And like, UEFA is doing it. UEFA, <laughs> they're either doing it or they want to do it in the Champions League. Yeah, so, and UEFA is the biggest. Right. Well, FIFA is the biggest scumbag right. financially, but like, yeah, you can't be a bigger scumbag with money than you know UEFA. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, so um, UEFA is doing that, and then like, so you're gonna have it in the biggest five teams in each league, anyways. So then you might as well just do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about Tottenham Liverpool. I guess I don't know. It, it made me it made me angry watching that game, and I was disgusted with the response from the PGMOL. I, I just everything was gross. Yeah, it was it was nasty. Um, Nottingham Forest Brentford one one. Um, yeah, typical I guess. Typical. Uh, not a whole lot to say. And then we had Fulham Chelsea play today. Chelsea get a win. Mudrick gets his first goal. Um, Congrats. Could be the one that writes the ship for Chelsea. We'll see. You know what game I didn't realize was tomorrow? Now that I'm looking, Luton versus Burnley. That's I'm, gonna be. I'm seeing that because everyone in the fantasy chat is like, "Where's our weekly update?" And I'm like, "Another game tomorrow, jackasses." Is what that... I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, that's that's actually gonna be an interesting one. Yep. All right, let's move on to our. We're past you know 35, so let's uh go to the Champions League. Yes, tomorrow, we like. have our bet for the Champions League matchups. Um, let me pull it up quick. So, we, I'm out, I'm just going to run through who's playing this week in the Champions League first. So we have Union Berlin versus Braga, Salzburg versus Real Sociedad, uh, Lens versus Arsenal, is that, Lens, is that how you pronounce it? I feel like it's like an R for some reason. Um, FC Copenhagen. Versus Bayern Munich, Man United versus Galatasaray, uh, Inter Milan, Benfica, Napoli, Real Madrid, uh, PSV, Sevilla, uh, Atletico Madrid, Feyenoord, um, Antwerp, and Shakhtar Donetsk, Porto, Barca, uh, Leipzig, Man City, Newcastle, PSG, Dortmund, AC Milan, Celtic, Lazio, Red Give me Star, five Belgrade minutes, Kev. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sorry. And then out of those, we decided that our three-pick parlay bet for the away fans will be Real Sociedad money line, Real Madrid money line, and PSG money line. Um, 
Looking for, good there. What's the total? Uh, give me one second. I, like, I think it's it. plus 600. We make that up. Um, give me a second. You're good. You can keep talking if you want. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think it was plus 800. You could do my parlay, which was plus 58,800. Um, if you're looking to make some real money this weekend or this week, playing with the big boys, um, it's no, it's plus fifteen hundred. Nick, plus fifteen hundred. Okay. So ten bucks wins you one hundred sixty-two. I mean, I'd play it. I would play that too. I'd smack that. Um. I, yeah, me too. <laughs> Way to make it weird. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we got that going on this week. We'll tweet that out as well. Um. I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, yeah. Luton tomorrow. I'm thinking another Luton win, honestly. I'm kind of feeling it. I was going Burnley, but... See what happens. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Um, successfully done our first live show. We're planning on doing all of them live from now on, so make sure you tune in. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll tweet them out beforehand and let everyone Yeah, we'll do a better job planning beforehand, but appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for listening make sure you follow us on twitter at the away fans podcast um yeah keep an eye out for more stuff going on giveaways all that kind of shindig peace bye bye